0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Modern Love. I'm so happy to be with you. I'm your Modern Love doctor, Dr. Brenda Wade. And we are going to be talking tonight not just about how you behave in love and what you might say, but how you look. Are you dressing to attract or are you pushing people away with how you look? Are you dressed for success or dressed for failure? Books are judged by their covers, houses are praised by their curb appeal, and people are initially evaluated whether we like it or not and how they choose to dress and behave. And if it were a perfect world, this wouldn't be so fair or just, we know that, that the inside should be more important. We all want our inner being to shine. We want people to see that about us. But the first thing the human eye focuses on, this has been studied over and over, as our guest tonight will tell you, the human eye looks at what it can see. It's that simple. So first impressions make a big difference and my guest today is William Kane he's a best selling author former trial attorney and the founder of Manhattan Makeovers and members of his image consultant company have shaped the look of hundreds of celebrities professional people presidential candidates a-list actors lawyers bankers and probably you know proverbial first nations chiefs too So his recommendations are based on research, and you all know what a geek I am and how I love research because we want to hand it to you on the cutting edge. That's why we are modern love. All right, I want to introduce William Kane, who wrote the best-selling book, The Art of Kissing. It's been translated into 17 languages because apparently all over the world, William, People want to kiss. Is that well, right? Well, thank you,
1: thank you for that uh, that, that introduction. It's uh, it's it's absolutely true that that is what people are interested in doing. <laughs> <And> very <laughs> many of them are interested in doing that. And after and doing I worked it on the kissing, uh, you know, I I did that. I did four hundred of those uh, presentations at colleges and universities, and um, I was always interested in uh, in wardrobes. So I mean, those are, those are two interests of mine.
0: Good. Well, the whole thing is if you want more kisses, it might have something to do with dressing better and looking better. So let's jump right into it. What is the biggest mistake that most women make when it comes to their, let's start with professional wardrobe, then we'll talk about love?
1: Yes, the number one mistake, uh, Brenda, is that they try to match their shoe color to their outfit color. And it's much more effective if your shoes are darker than your outfit. For example, two two shades darker. In fact, they could be black shoes you could even wear with a white outfit, and it will be very, very effective. Now, when you say effective, what does
0: that mean,
1: William? By effective, we we mean how they will interact with people in the workplace. For sales, uh, women and salesmen, it's how much they will bring in with their sales. Um, if they're attorneys, um, how smoothly they will interact with the judge or their uh, other attorneys and so the jurors.
0: and actual work in the courtroom are affected by the color of your shoes?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, oh, my I, God. I I was amazed when I discovered this myself and I, and it just it just drew me in and I said I have to I uh, have to I have to get involved in this in some way it was just because it's a subliminal effect it's not like people are conscious of what's happening but we we can tabulate the results especially with people in sales and we can see it it definitely has an effect
0: So darker shoes for women in the professional world. What about men? What's their biggest mistake?
1: The biggest mistake that men make is they uh, fail to shine their shoes and comb their hair. You should never underestimate the value of a good haircut. It's not expensive, but it's one of the most important things you can do. And I'll give you an example. Uh, The former owner of the New York Yankees, uh, George Steinbrenner, was a very wealthy man and very successful. But he always carried a comb in his back pocket. And before he met anybody, and I heard this from a bat boy who worked with him, he would step in front of a mirror and make sure every hair was in place. He didn't have to do it, but he did it. And that's what businessmen really should do.
0: Mm. So has that been measured, too? If you go with messy hair and dirty shoes, you're not going to do as well?
1: I get I get. That particular uh, advice from John T. Malloy, who is the father of image consulting, and I have great respect for the research that he did, 15,000 people and those were the two biggest mistakes that he found that men made.
0: Okay, all right. So, everybody, you might want to write some of this down. Get your questions ready because you can call in live and talk to William Kane about your image, whether it's your professional life or your love life, which we're going to get to in just a minute. You can call us at 347 989 347-989-0776 Seventy-six. at three four seven nine eight nine zero seven seven six. Or Facebook us, Dr. Brenda Wade Tweet us, Dr. Brenda Wade We would love to hear from you and Cliff Dunning, our associate producer, standing by To take your questions or your calls so you can join the conversation Alright, William, let's talk about love Okay what, Please, what is it? It's date night And you're a single woman. What is the most effective thing to wear for date night?
1: Now, this depends on the contrast level, which is measured by the difference in tone between your hair color and your skin tone of your face. Oh. Because Yes, because everybody, when they interact with other people, the face is the focus of it. And what we do is we give people that we meet an analysis immediately on their contrast level. For example, there are three contrast levels. High would be a person like Bruce Lee who had black hair and fair skin. Medium would be a person with like uh, light brown hair and fair skin. And a low contrast person would be more a person like, for example, an African-American who had black hair and dark skin. That's low contrast. There's not much contrast between the, the hair and the skin. Another low contrast would be Marilyn Monroe who had blonde hair and fair skin. Now, once you know if you're high, medium, or low contrast, then what you do for a date is if you duplicate your contrast level in your outfit, you will enhance your attractiveness to the opposite sex or the same sex if that's okay, your preference. Okay, so
0: wait a minute. Let me get this right. So if you have high, medium, or low contrast, you want clothes that duplicate that.
1: Yes, yes, that's exactly oh, correct.
0: I'll
1: give you an example. Let's say, okay. let's say Marilyn Monroe wanted to enhance her appearance. Not that she needed much enhancement, but everybody could use a little help. Mm-hmm. Since she's a low contrast blonde, she should wear a low contrast outfit. That would that would be, for example, when the when the shirt and the pants match, like a white shirt and a white pants, and you would. And if you've seen Marilyn Monroe, for example, in a white dress, you know... That famous
0: white dress shot where she's holding the dress down and the whatever it is uh, under the street is blowing the dress up. She's in a white dress.
1: And that's perfect for her.
0: Ah, okay. So I'm an African-American woman, and if Mm -hmm. I want to emphasize the contrast, I would wear an outfit that has more muted tones. What would you say?
1: Well, I, I'm, you know, I'm looking at your, your photograph, and your hair is darker than your skin tone. Therefore, you are a high to medium. You're a high, more of a high-contrast person and or a high-medium. Therefore, you're going to look much more effective in a high-contrast outfit. For example, a blue blazer and white pants. That will pick up the contrast in your face and it will magnify it and duplicate it, and it will enhance your appearance, making you more attractive to the opposite sex.
0: Oh, this is interesting. Now, okay, we all, every woman, loves shoes. Now, I'm assuming that this advice is true whether you're heterosexual, homosexual. What does it mean? Same advice for women, high contrast, go with the color.
1: Yes, high contrast, if you're a high con- uh, contrast individual, is going to work no matter what your uh, pref- sexual preference might be.
0: Okay, all right. So if your orientation is LGBTQ, same advice applies to you. So everybody write it down. Match up your contrast, that skin tone, to hair color, and bam, all right, talk about shoes.
1: Okay, shoes. Well, you know, when we talk about shoes... There's a big difference between a date night and a work day. I hope
0: so. (laughs) there
1: (laughs) There is only one shoe that is effective for women that are professionals, and that is a a dark pump with a heel no more than two and a half inches has to have closed toe and closed heel, and it can't have any decorations on it. It has to be boring, actually. And the more boring it is, the better and more effective it is. But it's different, of course, for your your night out or your afternoon or your, your date. In that case, it really...
0: So what happens, wait, William, I have to know this, what happens Mm -hmm. if you show up at work in red heels with open toe, open back?
1: At work? Well, you're, you're, you're going to generate static, and it may not be perceptible to you unless you keep what is known as a wardrobe diary, which we have had clients do, and they have found that they get what I call static, that is... They may not, if their attorneys, lose the case, but they may have more trouble winning it than they want. Oh,
0: so static is negative and gets in the way. Hang on, William, we have a question here. All right, this is somebody who says, I'm listening to your advice about high contrast. I happen to have red hair, fair skin, And I have a hell of a time, I'm quoting directly from this person, I have a hell of a time finding clothes that I think look great on me. What do you recommend?
1: Well, you're a medium contrast individual. And the medium contrast person sometimes gets confused because they have the widest choice in clothes. They can be the most creative of all the contrast levels. Mm -hmm. And for example, a redhead like that uh, could do well in a medium contrast outfit, which would per. Uh, uh, for example, be a beige jacket, a blue, like a powder blue or a sky blue uh, blouse. Uh, if it's a woman, and uh, pants that are not too too, too dark, maybe even beige, uh, not beige because she's wearing a beige jacket, but maybe some brown or uh, gray pants, and, and a scarf she could wear a, a scarf, like a multicolored scarf to accent uh, some of the d- different uh, colors and shades that really enhance the appearance of a medium contrast person so it's not surprising that she's having difficulty but what she must avoid if she wants to look great is high contrast outfits
0: Mm, okay you got that redhead no high contrast outfits okay here's one from a guy here in san francisco i'm a techie and we are notorious for wearing casual clothes any advice for me
1: Yes, the number one advice is you want to look at your environment. If everybody else is casual, you want to be at least two steps better than them. You don't want to be ten steps better. You don't want to come in wearing a tuxedo when they're wearing shorts and jeans, but you do want to be two steps better than them. You want to wear long sleeves when they're wearing short, and you want to wear slacks when they're wearing jeans, and you will be on the road to advancement in that context.
0: Oh. So you're saying dress for
1: success. Uh, you you want to dress for success when you're at work. Uh, so uh, always most, most of the dress time.
0: two steps better.
1: Yes, and and that's that's a rule of thumb where a person, for example, on a casual Friday can adjust their their wardrobe according to wherever they're working the west coast the east coast a uh, a casual IT type of person like this techie might be in or or a, a law firm it de- it always depends on your context and then you 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 do slightly better than your surrounding peers
0: ha huh. what if you're the boss
1: when you're a boss there there are very very many changes that can occur and very many different things but i'll give you one example if it's a if it's a woman manager then typically her hair can be longer than we, what we find is most effective that is show the length and she can wear more jewelry or more expensive jewelry and she can bend the rules on the on the suits that are effective because she's in charge and she can bend the rules to uh to show that she is able to do that um and uh but if it's a if it's a man then then it's uh it's not a, you're not able to do that, and you should be more conservative. So there is a gender difference between uh, a supervisor who is a man or a woman.
0: Interesting. So men have to be more conservative, but women can bend those rules. Now, when you say more jewelry, what's the recommended amount of jewelry for a woman? And then I have to go back to the date night I choose in just a minute. But tell us about jewelry at work.
1: The number one rule for jewelry is avoid anything that is gaudy or anything that you would Maybe see at a Halloween party, or anything that looks too um, uh, too huge or too ostentatious. Small, uh, tasteful, expensive looking works best.
0: Okay, small and expensive. All right, date night shoes. We're wearing low heel dark pumps at work. God help us. That sounds ugly. I'm sorry. Uh is there any way to be stylish have stylish pumps
1: at no. work? Uh we had an accountant and she said once she came back from a trip and she wore all these frumpy clothes and she was the most successful when she did that and then she realized this is what works this is what is successful uh... for example people who have a lot of money want to trust their accountant, and they trust those who look conservative and boring much more than those who come in with flashy stylish gear on their feet or their body
0: interesting that makes sense okay all right, now, what about date night? We want to rock out. This is modern love. Everybody wants love, and we know image is part of it. What's the sexiest thing a woman can wear on date night?
1: Well, now, now here is where you you are able to look at fashion magazines, because we tell professionals not to look at fashion magazines. They will not have the answer. But when you're in a dating situation, then yes, you can look at what is fashionable. And you can see, for example, um, there there are these what are, I think it's called, ankle boots. Those can be very uh, uh, effective on on a date. And the other thing a woman should know, and most I don't know if most women realize this, but it is true that men, all men, will respond, almost all men, to certain triggers. And if you could find the trigger for your particular guy, then you will be in seventh heaven. But it varies from man to man. Now, some men like boots. Some men like black shoes some men like gray it it really does vary from man to man so you cannot give a universal answer to that and it is helpful to look at what is fashionable uh when you're on a a, a date
0: hmm. all right so you just want to sit down on the first date and go what color shoe do you like
1: well you 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 certainly <laughs> don't want to be as blunt as that but you want I to know. but you you know you There are two ways to do this. One is you could just wear what you think is going to be effective and just see how it works. And the other is you can engage the individual in conversation. And I'll be honest, most men would be flattered to be asked.
0: Huh. All right. Make a note. those who want to date men find out what it is that they like. So what advice do you give men on a date?
1: Um, On a date... The important thing for a man to keep in mind is that his shirt or jacket should be darker than his pants uh, because, for some reason, that is, it works, it's more attractive to a woman. And the other thing, which is going to sound weird, but if you have, uh, I know it's not in fashion now, but what women respond to is the look of the flamenco dancer where they have a flared bottom. The bell-bottom trousers were a very good trend because it did stimulate the female imagination. For some reason, that was an effective style. Hmm. And so that is one thing to consider. And another thing, I'll just add this because it's so uh, counterintuitive. Believe it or not, Uh, In a business situation, men understand that wearing pink, like a pink shirt or a pink tie, is not going to be effective. But women love, a lot of women respond very well to a man who wears something that is pink on a date.
0: Hmm. Interesting. All right, guys get out the pink shirts for the date, and I can sign on to that. I think (laughs) pink is a great color on a man. I used to sell shirts to men at Nordstrom's, and I would always try to get men to try pink or pale blue shirts. I didn't have a lot of luck with pink, but I did sell a whole bunch of pale blue shirts.
1: You know, I'm very impressed that you said that, because my two associates are young women, and they always try to get the guys, the businessmen, to buy pink shirts and I always tell them to return those shirts because the guys buy it because the women talk them into it. But for work it's no, it's definitely not good. But so many women have said that on a on a social situation it, it is attractive to them.
0: Huh. Okay, now what other advice do you want to give us about being successful at work? Do you have to wear a white shirt or
1: a white blouse no How you don't in fact in fact uh that that used to be in the i b m days when the i b m was coming on strong um and they were very they were very uh straight laced narrow minded not narrow minded but conservative <laughs> type of a company um they were very successful with their look. We won't
0: quote you though
1: uh, and, yeah <laughs> but i uh, i um i i would say that uh you 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 want to be very mindful that Anything you see in a fashion magazine is likely to be wrong because it's new and it's being foisted on the public, you could say. So one piece of advice is if you see it in a fashion magazine, don't buy it. Not for work. Instead, you want to go to the best and most expensive stores. For example, Brooks Brothers or you could go to um, Lord & Taylor even. But um, look Look first at the expensive uh, suits and then go to less expensive stores like department stores and buy the thing you saw on the mannequins in those expensive stores. And then Ah, you'll be. Ah,
0: interesting. Yeah. Interesting. A lot of so, work
1: goes into those mannequins, and you can find some very, very nice combinations, especially for people who have trouble com- combining uh, you know, the top and the bottom of an outfit.
0: All right. Now, should women be wearing pants to work or, or no. dresses? What's more effective?
1: No. There's a spectrum from best to worst. The best is a skirt suit. That's the most effective. The second most effective is if you wear a dress with a jacket over it because that looks like a separate. Mm-hmm. And then and then a separate is also in that category. That's the middle because you're wearing something that is looks like a suit, but it's a different color top and a skirt. Then the next most effective is to wear a pants suit. And the least effective is to wear just a pants and a blouse. In fact, we have found that pants will antagonize or threaten 6% of men and turn on 53% of men. And you don't want to have that type of effect in a business environment.
0: So that's what you meant earlier when you said static.
1: You don't want that type of effect. Yes. Okay. Exactly.
0: Question: We've got another question coming in. Okay. Oh, this is an interesting one. This is someone who is getting prepared for marriage, and she has a lot of parties coming up—engagement parties, this party, that party. Okay. Uh, what should she be wearing? Uh,
1: well, it, it depends on how casual or formal these parties are. If it's just, you know, like a shower or a party where she's going to meet her friends and friends from the other family, uh, that's relatively casual. And she could probably get away with a, uh, a, pa- a pants and a jacket and a nice blouse.
0: So is it different, because this raises a question for me, If, for example, somebody's dressing for this kind of event where it's not work and it's not a date, she's already engaged, but maybe she's meeting some of the in-laws, that kind of thing. Is the impression still important in terms of the clothes?
1: Oh, it certainly is, and... And, and the reason I mention a jacket is because the jacket is the number one authority garment for a woman, also for a man. But for a woman, if she takes off her jacket, she will lose a significant amount of authority. And if you wear a jacket in in a in a a, a situation that is casual, it's very appropriate, and you will not be overdressed and if you but if you find that everybody there is in their you know in their bathing suits, then you can just take your jacket off.
0: What about women so this is this is this is my question, okay. I run my own show uh have my own office, and I like to wear dark jeans with heels with jackets so today I have on a dark blue jacket a pink kind of cowl neck with pearls, a little lace thing in my um pocket of my jacket, dark jeans and medium heel black boots and pearl earrings. So is this mm-hmm. an outfit that says professional? Well
1: what color blouse are you wearing?
0: It's a kind of rose pink.
1: Okay, rose pink. Okay. Well that not, a little uh, bit darker yeah. than That's good because that's a medium contrast outfit. The fact that you're wearing a jacket is good because you're a psychologist, and that suggests that you have some authority. And the fact that you have um, the dark jeans on, um, that's the only thing that I would uh, maybe think twice about. Maybe you want to try that because that's very informal and if you're if you're meeting people or you're interviewing, you know, uh, guests or even working with colleagues or maybe a manager at the station, i would prefer to see you in instead of jeans, just dark pants. I think uh-huh. it would be more effective.
0: Oh my god, i'm getting free advice everybody. I've got another one. What about those very popular dark leggings? that everyone wears these days. Can those be worn to work or is that too much?
1: Well, I mean, if you work like at a concession at a beach or something, yes, maybe you (laughs) could do that. But no, I I would stay away from something like that. Um, There are many, many uh, inappropriate or less effective uh, garments that you'll see on television and in the most popular magazines. Uh, They really should be avoided. Um, But but in that in that situation, I would definitely try to avoid because I'll tell you why it's because those things are like it's like paint that's sprayed on you and it's very, very tight to the skin, isn't it? Yes, and see that 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 could convey um more of a sexual um tension or message that might be less appropriate for a work environment.
0: I see your point, absolutely. All right, William Kane, the author of The Art of Kissing. Just talk for a minute. What does kissing have to do with your look? Can you connect those dots?
1: Well, I, I have directed more than 6,000 uh, college students on stage doing these uh, demonstrations for their uh, classmates. And what they wear on stage is sometimes. Uh, is more effective than, you know, different things that they they would wear. And, you know, they they, they come in just wearing, uh, sometimes they wear, the girls would come in with a skirt. And in rehearsal, because we always rehearse the uh, kisses before they go on stage, and when she's doing the kiss, the upside down kiss, the sliding kiss, the biting kiss, the vacuum Woo! kiss, you would see that the skirt would be too revealing. And then she would have an opportunity to go back to the dorm and come back, Wearing, you know, pants or something like that. So, I mean, um, the 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 image is is also relevant when you're doing a performance, of course, because it's like wardrobe for a theatrical production.
0: Okay, so what you wear can affect the quality of the kiss. Everybody, who knew? Lots more to talk about with you, William Kane. What's the final piece of advice you want to leave us with? What should we wear to enhance romance?
1: well i would say that if it's a if it's a woman that she should wear something that is uh attractive like um uh you could wear you could wear a skirt and if if you're if you're um able to uh carry it off you could wear a knee a knee uh high skirt or or slightly above the knee and then um for a man you should uh consider Uh, wearing a jacket, but also um, on a date. You can have your hair in a little more flamboyant style than, than you want at the office. And if you're familiar with the psychiatrist Wilhelm Reich, you could take a look at what he did. He used to comb his hair straight up, and a lot of young men today find that is a very effective style.
0: What's effective about it? What is it about hair straight up?
1: Well, uh, the gals seem to uh, respond well to it uh it's a it's a kind of a youthful look and style,
0: okay, so that's for dates, everybody, not in the office right oh,
1: I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry i, I okay. may have missed your question no, no, I be no, more I effective. think you you
0: had it just right, and I'm just reminding people that we're talking dates, and Wilhelm Reich is one of my heroes
1: because <laughs> really he did
0: yes, he did connect the whole idea of. Sexuality as part of our mental health. And isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. I'm
0: talking to the guy who wrote The Art of Kissing. Okay, we are so pleased to have advice on how to dress for success in the workplace, how to dress for success in our love lives from William Kane. And he's talking about modern makeovers for modern love. You can pick up his book, The Art of Kissing, and I'm sure there's going to be a book on Manhattan makeovers. Meanwhile, check him out on his website, www.manhattanmakeovers.com, which has a lot of tips and tricks to help you dress for success. Thank you again, William Kane, and everyone stay tuned. Stay tuned. Next week we have Mary Jane Ryan, How to Survive Change and Financial Shifts. Very important. On April 21st, we have Carla Moncari, who's going to talk about the Minute Method for Reaching Your Spiritual Heart, and LaRon Barton, The Modern Man's Guide to Love. And thank you to our sponsor, Rainbow Grocery. You're going to hear more about them. In just a minute, because you know a healthy body is a sexy body. And thank you to our producer, LeGron Green, our associate producer, Cliff Dunning. All right, everyone, blessings. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body.